Athma 360. I'm your host, Chris Chant. Today we're gonna to do another staff interview, and so I'd like to introduce Joe Hester, Assistant Chief with Buckeye Valley Fire District previously, and now with Athma. How you doing, Thank Joe? Thank you, great. You know, I was hoping more of a Joe Rogan style interview, so if it's okay, <laughs> if it's okay, I can call you, call you Chris Rogan for the show, is that? Chris is probably good. We're going to stay okay. away from some of the other stuff, though, that Joe gets into, if you know what I mean, like that. I know it's legal here, but oh, probably yeah. not while we're working. Gotcha, right, so. gotcha. Or we can go Ferris, like Chris Ferris. You know? <laughs> That's like the two ones going on. But but thank you. I'm honored to be here, you know, and uh, yeah, I look forward to having a great conversation, you know. Absolutely, Joe. So what we're going to do, and I don't know if you've had a chance to watch the first interview with Chief Burdick, we're just doing a little bit of a background on all of our employees uh, as we, you know, are experiencing the merger we're going to expand out between both organizations to about 300 folks. So you know how it works being in the field as long as you were. Uh, for the folks that work in the field trying to understand everybody or get to know everybody that works in administration, mm -hmm. that could be a three- to five-year process. So we're doing these staff interviews, keeping them short just with a few questions, but basically just to get to know a little bit about you and, and the other folks that we work with at AFMA. Yeah, and I'm going to talk quick. And uh, so uh, I was born in Pittsburgh. It was uh, we were a product of the Rust Belt, a collapse in the economy. Instead of the Beverly Hillbillies, you know, we, we packed up the van from Pennsylvania and moved to Arizona when I was five years old. Um, I grew up in um, Phoenix, went to both private and public schools and um, uh, in Maryville, right? So some Maryville people might hear John F. Long, Sunridge, and then eventually um, got, to, got to a point where we... Um, my parents got enough, uh, you know, they're promoted in their job. And I got to, you know, go to a great Catholic school called Borgate Catholic High School in Phoenix. And so kind of did that for a while, got to about senior year, played sports and played football, got a lot of injuries, got a T4 fracture and a shoulder. And that kind of ended my uh, football career. Right. There wasn't much of one anyways. It was, there's only like 230 people that went to Borgate. But um, so you know, um, I was kind of trying to just figure out what I was going to do. And two weeks after graduating high school, I didn't want to sit at a desk. So I enrolled into GCC in 1996. And there I met Christine Dunnington and Krista uh, Chan, who was student teaching down there. So it's been an interesting journey. Um, got my associate's degree, tested all over the valley. It was kind of rough, you know, back then in 99, not many people were hiring. Um, I think they knew we were going to have a tech bubble. And, uh, Got my associate's degree, stood in line outside 102 and tested with Sun City West, got hired. Back then they did contracts and, um, you know, ended up staying there from, you know, basically 99. Went to medic school where I seen Krista Chan again down at the Phoenix College. And then eventually um, did my time there. You know, great opportunity, totally different department. A um, lot of cultural changes, right? Back then they had you know, transition from like rural metro style to Phoenix Academy. So um, it was kind of, it was, it was, there's a lot of opportunity to learn from both, both and find that uh, sweet spot on how to progress forward. Soon after that, soon after that, the um, Glendale in 2004, we uh, were doing, Glendale was doing a uh, lateral process and uh, I got hired and started all over again, right? And uh, was on probation again and uh, did a lot with, uh, working with uh, all our partners out there and eventually, you know, um, promoted up the rank. I think I was the captain at 2007 
and promoted up the rank. And uh, yeah, so got to do some good stuff with the PFFA and uh, was a chapter president at uh, Glendale and ended up becoming executive vice president. And then, and then there's, so there's like a 19 year gap between, um, interestingly enough, between um, when I started out in Sun City West and now AFMA and going on that journey to Glendale. And so it's, it's, it's been fun. I feel back at home with the combination of the, the, uh, folks who were on the yellow trucks with me, you know, and worked, worked in there and all the roots of, of some of the individuals I went to the academy with out here in AFMA now. So it's, it's been an int- interesting journey, exciting journey. So Joe, uh, 19 years, right? So you're an, and I won't say you're an old guy like yeah. me, but a yeah. little bit of an older guy. Yeah. So you, you kind of covered a lot right there. What were some differences? So from Sun City West back when you get hired in 1999 till today. So you've had a chance to come to a number of meetings, you know, administration, um, yeah. now with AFMA, uh, probably seen some of the stations. How does it, how do the two compare? Absolutely night and day. I mean, just great work, great progress that has happened now with AFMA. Um, three person department. Um, we were, most of our calls were happened in the walls at Sun City West. And now it's, I mean, it's a large large organization, a big department, and um, the quality of, you know, uh, different services that were there, right? It was, it was, there was only a few people in admin outside 101, and now there's a very robust support system. There's um, advancement in every area of the organization, operationally, administratively, and everything going in. And so, yeah, it's, it's exciting to see the baseline of where it's at right now, just and, and they all, always had good people, very quality people, and they continue to carry on that tradition today. So when you started also, it probably was back like when I got hired. I got hired in, in Sun City West as a reserve in 94 before I got my call from Glendale. Uh, back then, firefighters on the, on the rescues, not, not civilian service. Is that how it was when you started? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we started on rescues, and I was part of that transition when we hired um, the first EMS folks um, on that, um, towards the tail, tail end, um, there was, um, there was, they went to the EMS division and there was a lot, a combination of really EMTs that I think, um, would eventually be a pipeline for the fire service. And there was some legacy, um, private ambulance, uh, really quality people who started and built that together and they moved forward on that. So I think, and in, in this interview is about you, but we're going to probably yeah, you know, yeah. expand out a little yeah. bit. So would you say it's similar to what you see? Because the way you're describing it, I kind of think that's the, what our civilian ambulance service looks like today, the employees that we have. Is it pretty similar in, in Buckeye Valley? And I know you guys have both sworn and civilian folks on the on the ambos out there. Correct? Yeah, absolutely. Very similar. Yep. Yep. And in fact, I would say um, specifically, it is similar. Mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, when you look back, maybe one of the positive things that came out of COVID were doing meetings by Zoom or Teams. And while it's not super personal and now we can get back to in-person meetings, uh, I think due to just the geographical boundaries that we have within the authority now, uh, you know, now when you look at it, we're North County, uh, very Northwest area would be Station 104 um, all the way, you know, south now to once uh, Station 323 opens again in the extreme southwest part of the valley, and then all the way out to where we're sitting out here today in Sun Lake. So um, hopefully technology, the podcast, using Zoom meetings, 
we can use that to keep in our, our employees connected. Yeah, that's a great point. And, and I couldn't, um, you said it very well. I mean, COVID really advanced um, remote work anywhere, re- remote meetings and our ability to connect. And so there's a lot of um, bad things that came out of COVID. And I would say our ability to communicate better um, through the use of uh, the rapidly growing technology was one of the uh, positive things where we, we can do things like we're doing today and really have that greater reach. Absolutely. So uh, once again, 19 years of experience. I know you were trying to just hit the high points. So you did something very unique. I mean, multiple things very unique, but mm-hmm. um, a, a hallmark event that you were able to get done as executive vice president of the PFFA. Uh, do you mind talking about that just a little bit? Yeah. So um I, like I said before, we were, we, we worked on a ton of legislation and, you know, probably I was the executive vice president in our cancer, cardiac presumption and some of the PTSD stuff. Um, that was sort of my job was to handle more of the strategic stuff with that. Um, sometimes at the top of the organization, the credit goes to those that are there, but we, I was fortunate and I think the fire service was fortunate. We had a absolutely great team that helped get that done, but I was honored at the PFFA, you know, a few years back to be the, you know, executive vice president emeritus, you know, and so I'm extremely honored and humbled by that. So, well, and, and Joe, I'll tell you, I've known you like you talked about um, EMT student, paramedic student. I've known we've known each other a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciate you saying it's a, a team environment. I understand, you know, that that's what it takes at the legislature, but you were by far at the tip of the spear. So, uh, my point with that is. Everything that we're seeing, the positive benefits in the in the fire service today throughout the state of Arizona, not just here in the valley, but truly throughout the state, um, with mental health, um, you know, preparedness as well as helping our, our members that are struggling through that, the cancer prevention, um, everything that we're seeing now, we're fortunate to be part of that cancer prevention um, grant that we got through the AFG, but getting those um, presumptive cancers recognized and the mental health aspect of firefighting and unfortunately all the horrors that we see, that's something that you, once again, you're at the tip of the spear. So um, I thank you for being humble, yeah. but I, I think it's important for everybody that we work with to understand just you know your impact in the fire service. Yeah, that's kind of you to say, thank you. Okay, so um, last thing I'll have for you, so yeah. we wanna keep it kind of close um, you know, to our time here. Uh, what's one thing about you that no one, me, Chief Burdick, anyone that you've worked with for a while, what's one thing that they would not know about you? Well, that's a hard question. Um, I like to, well, I don't know. Um, I got to think about that for a little bit. One thing they don't know about me. Hmm. I would say some of you know about it, but I'll go with lifelong learner, you know, I'm a very curious person, right? I like to um, deconstruct things and, you know, boil them down to first principles and understand them and make good decisions. And that really uh, applies to everything. So um, I think that would apply to a good recipe at my house. Um, At times that would apply to, you know, a hobby making beer or wine at some points um, in in that process of, you know, you know, uh, boiling it down to what it is and then reconstructing it. Um, I think that applies to really every every part broadly, but um, I continue, you know, I think that's what our uh, leadership assessment said, hey, lifelong learner, um, it's worked for me, but I, I do have that um, appetite to continuously understand things. So I think in general, it's not real specific, but in general, that's kind of my personality type, so. 
Yeah, no, that, that's, I, I would say that's absolutely correct from what I know of you. Um, you're interested not only in things that have to do with the fire service, but a very broad scope. Um, and I know we could talk probably all day about, you know, your involvement with, uh, with Boy Scouts, with your kids, um, done hunting with them, just a w wide variety of, of different things that you do in your days off, in addition to running kids to basketball and, and everything else that, that they're involved right, with. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So anything else you want, uh, you know, our listeners and viewers to know about you before we wrap up here? No, in general, I just say, hey, I'm, I'm excited, right? Um, I've been honored to be a part of great teams. You know, if they were going to pick, hey, nature or nurture, right? We've learned this in our leadership class. I think my ability to be around really smart people and take the good things and apply it, including yourself, right? And be able to uh, do better. Um, I'm an extremely cause-driven person, right? And I think people know that without saying it. And I look at the opportunity for us to really um, take all the great things that uh, are already here in Athma and really chalk up some more wins on the win board and do good things for, for our people and our customers out there in the field. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's huge what you just said. Um, I think the uh, future that we have moving forward as an organization with all of our members is it, it's really great. Yeah, I agree. Thank you. Okay, thank you for joining us. So thanks again for joining us today on AFMA 360. Be safe, and I hope you have a great day.